0: Alright, this is Leonard Angelo. Uh, uh, Compound emotional interest. News and feeds. Everything you should be ignorant of but can't be. And removing one thing from a list can make all the difference. Uh, These are things I was thinking about a couple of days ago. I wrote these down and I think it is apropos today. Because uh, I am uh, feeling overwhelmed. And I I always think about why that is. Why the overwhelming feeling. uh, The feeling of being overwhelmed is something I I feel like it's uh, uh, an inescapable part of my life anyway. And I don't know if other people feel the same way. Perhaps they do. I know that a lot of people with children and whatnot going on are probably overwhelmed every moment of the day. But I've got this uh, emotional overwhelm, 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 nation. What is the jeez? Not smart enough. Uh, overwhelmed feeling emotionally. <clears throat> this sort of complicated. Uh, I don't know. It's a a, a a big a big dark feeling, like a weight or a burden. For like from Pilgrim's Progress, anybody who ever had to read that in Sunday school, that guy was carrying around a burden. Uh, and of course the answer is Jesus, and I know that, but I'm trying to hash it out another way, just in case, you know, just in case. Uh, so I was thinking about compound interest, uh, the idea being that the richer you are, the richer you are. Because you know you're able to put away money that earns on top of money you already have, and the more money you already have, the more money you earn, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So that's compound interest. Uh, emotional interest. I feel like it can get backed up in the same way. You get a, You get a. You have a series of feelings that you have acquired over the years, and they uh, they do tend to build up. And they create a uh, a complex network of things that you carry around with you all the time. We call that baggage a lot of the times in the modern parlance. But uh, I think of it more like a network, like a spider web or some such thing. Because, or maybe a ball. I'm going to return to this wonderful analogy of the kitten with a ball of string. Maybe it's a ball of yarn that's real tangled or like the... Like the like the iPod headphones, the the earbuds. God, I can never get those untangled. I like how they say tangle free. Is it anything with a wire, by the way, cannot be tangle free unless it's stiff. Uh, Where did the Ys. So you might want to make them stiff. I don't know. Just a thought. Okay. Uh, even those. Uh, you know what was so tangly was those uh, those phones, phone cords from when we were kids. We, from when I was a child there were phones that had a wire on them it's the weirdest thing and they were connected to your house and you could pull them out and maybe if you were one of those households that liked to walk around with a phone like a teenager from a, from a TV show from the 70's you'd have a very long cord and the cord was, was coily so that it could stretch and then, and then retract but eventually over time it just tangled up on itself like a like an old lady's spine, it just sort of went. No, nope, I'm I'm not gonna be straight anymore. I'm going this way. Oh, that's a dark thing to say. You take your calcium. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, gee, boy. Uh, so it, it, the complex, emotional complex, it's, it's a network, I think, and you carry it around with you, and the compound part of it. If, this, if any of this works, if any of these metaphors work at all, it has to do with that network growing uh, more and more complex. If, if it's a knotted uh, piece of twine or whatever, it, it, it the, the more it knots, the harder it's going to be to untangle that thing. It, it does compound the, the knots. You know, if you throw an old rope into a drawer... Uh, good luck with that thing later cause that's, or your your Christmas lights it, uh, the list is, is endless of things that get tangled in life and I think a lot about emotional things that way that uh, there are often times when I feel like well they started tangled and over time I'm adding to the I just keep throwing Christmas lights in a drawer you know over and over again here's another set I bought because I couldn't untangle the first one let's throw that one in there too and they become a giant ball uh, that cannot be unwound All right, I guess that kind of works that metaphor works a little bit so what is the point of that well when I feel overwhelmed I wonder about that I wonder about untangling those feelings um to wake up every morning with a dark feeling, with a, with a burden to carry. Untangling that. Uh, you know, if you're if you're being logical and, and literal, it becomes very complicated to do that. Uh, you don't really even know where to start. And therapists will want to take you all the way back to the beginning and be like, well, what happened in your childhood that sets you up on this mess? And you'll say, I don't know. Uh, this or that happened. I don't, there was the time when... Uh, uh, my mom caught me doing dirty drawings in the bathroom that that didn't help with with my relationships moving forward oh jeez that 's a little too honest uh, you know i, I you, you want to go all the way back and figure out where the source of it is and where where you can take your wire cutters and start trimming these lights, trying to get these out uh but you trim one light they don 't light up anymore. Trying to pull the wires out. I, I don't have cohesive thoughts on this. Okay. Uh, news and feeds. Everything you should be ignorant of, but can't be. I know that this is a thing. This is a real contemporary problem. So, you wake up every day with a complicated emotional in a complicated emotional state with an unresolvable set of issues... that you may not be able to sort through... and then... you check your news feeds... so there's news and there's feeds... and they're one and the same I suppose... but I'm, I'm trying to separate out the... global... you know... Local, global and, and national news... from uh, the stuff you personally... connect yourself to... like your, your dumb friends on Instagram... and whatnot, and the people you respect or whatever... you want to follow their things... Um, Those things often add a layer of uh, extremity, a layer of uh, unnecessary complication to your already complicated life or your already complicated emotional state. Look, we're living in an era right now. I'm, I'm recording this in 2017. We're living in an ugly time right now. And it's funny. If somebody were to record in 1968, they'd be saying the same thing. But this is the fact. We're living in an ugly time. At least that's the way we see it. i Through our myopic lens or whatever. But someday, maybe it won't be so ugly. But at the moment, there are uh, some challenges. Emotional challenges. And I feel like I'm taking a lot of it pretty hard. I'm not the only one. I can see that. Thankfully thankfully and unthankfully we're all connected and I can see that other people are taking it a lot harder than I am my you know but but still I, it's a hard time there have been harder times there probably will be harder times but they, this time ain't so great emotionally it's, it's a little challenging I mean we're looking at people uh, differently and we're a little bit uh there's some antagonism that weren't there before at least not out in the out in the public sphere, like it is now, uh, and it's it's it, you do carry a bit of it around, whether you want to or not. Uh, especially if you want to be connected to the national or world news. And and the thing is, I've I've I often do not want to be connected to those things because seriously, what what am I getting out of this? Out of that? I got my own problems here. Let's say the world broke down. My mom would always give me a hard time for not, not paying attention, you know. During, and she, I wouldn't tell her, but here's the, the facts. I paid a lot of attention until I had a fucking nervous breakdown. And then I don't want to pay attention anymore. Thank you, mom. Uh, I'm always bringing up my mom. Uh, I don't want to pay attention. Sometimes it's too much, Right? So, I, I think that there are things we should not be aware of. And in contemporary times, it's impossible not to be aware of them. You know, in the olden days, you don't pick up a paper, you don't have to worry about this or that. World War II could have passed you by in the United States, you wouldn't know. Oh, there's not enough butter or sugar, I can't, I, oh well, I guess I'm not making cookies today. What's that about? You know, but if you weren't paying attention, the whole thing could have passed you by. Now, of course, if you live in Europe and your buildings are falling around and these air raid sirens, I suppose you might have to park up your ears a little bit. That's a little bit ignorant of me to say. But I don't know. A, putting your head in the sand is often the best you can do to get through the fucking day. Come on. It's hard. Some Some of these days, the things that are going on and all the noise about it, the chatter about it—it's too much. It is way too much. I would rather read one article and say that's enough of that. I'm gonna go burn this paper and put it under the bird because I don't want to read this anymore. And wrap a fish in it. But that—but—but—but but, but you can't do that right now. If you want to be connected at all, you gotta. It's all or nothing. You gotta. You gotta accept the feed. You know it's. It, it, yeah. But it's a William Gibson sort of world. You got you to gotta put the headphone jack in your fucking head and, and have it all. Here it is. Give it to me. Let me take what I've got for today. And they just dump it on you, you know. And it's a lot. It's too much. It's too much. I can't take it sometimes. And I wonder about whether or not we should be that connected. I don't want to live in a William Gibson world. I don't want to jack in. I want to be unjacked. I want to be MTV Unplugged. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Dated reference. Okay, what else was I Removing one thing from a list can make all the difference. I should have talked about this the whole damn time. I'm very fond of making lists. I've talked about that before. I, uh... I have so many lists, it's insane. I, I keep listing and listing and listing. And it's a way for me to sort of try to untangle the Christmas lights in my brain. Uh, because when it's all floating around in the ether, you sort of... uh seems bigger than it is until you write it down. Often. The problem with writing it down is that your brain has a tendency to let things go that don't matter. And it's, it's a wonderful gift. And this... Uh, well, here's another dated reference. There's a wonderful line that I always remember from the movie *Strange Days*, which <laughs> *Strange Days* was about the millennium and about this device that allowed you to record your experiences and play them back. Uh, it's a pretty great movie. I mean, it, it it is it is of its time. That's for sure. Uh, But there's a point in the movie where this guy can't let his memories go. He keeps playing them back and playing them back and playing them back. And his best friend says to him, Lenny, there's a reason why we forget. You're supposed to forget. I never forget that. By the way, excellent performance by that actress who is a beautiful and ageless, and I can't remember her name, something, uh, she's so great. She's excellent. Why is she in that crap movie? Two excellent actors by the way, in that crap movie uh, okay um you're supposed to forget what was my point making lists often allows you to uh, sidestep that that that, that uh, convenient little little uh feature of your brain which is forgetting so the more lists I make the less I forget things you know and when I go back to the lists, it's often as if they were written by another person which is. Endlessly fascinating experience if you if you if you write a lot or uh, you know document your feelings or thoughts a lot in some sort of medium that you can replay, it is often fascinating how foreign they can seem and how other they can become over the years and uh, and it just sort of pinpoints how your emotional state fluctuates throughout your lifetime. And uh, create situations where you can become a stranger to yourself. Fascinating, endlessly fascinating, but that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about lists. (laughs) I was making lists and uh, taking, okay, sometimes I make a list of things to do. And this, I wrote this down because last, a couple of weeks back, maybe last week, I had given myself a week to do a series of things and I prioritized them from a bigger list that I had written earlier. And I said, I'm sick of staring at these let's say there were ten things. There were probably twenty. But let's say there were ten. I'm tired of staring at these ten things on my to-do list. I'm tired of them. So I'm taking these ten things that are the most crucial, most easy to, to accomplish things, and I'm putting them on a another list. On a do or die list. And as soon as I had made that list, a huge amount of stress built up inside of me. That do or die list was like, you have a week to accomplish these things. And if you do not, uh, you know, it's like the end of your life and God's judging you. You know, you had the 10 things to do. (laughs) You had 10 things. That's all I wanted you to do and you didn't do them. Straight to hell. That's how, I, that's how much pressure I put on myself for that week. Yes, that's insane. These are the, the ravings of a lunatic. That's, well, who does that? But I did that because I was so sick of seeing these ten things. And so sick of the, the overwhelming feeling of, of uh, being unaccomplished and unfinished. Uh, so it's really sort of part of that emotional wiring that's all tangled up. Because the the ten things that I put on that list w- became uh, a representative, became uh, uh, symbolic of a bigger picture, uh, unaccomplished, unfinished business, and uh, not accomplishing those ten things would have meant that I was a failure overall. It, it, that's the compound emotional interest of it, right? It it is a. Uh it is building it is building and building and building and then you sort of I don't know you chunk it and you put it into a little ball and you say this is this is the thing that defines my success or failure or or, uh... and then you can look at it and then you can you know either embrace or destroy boy it's a big idea it's a big idea I am lost in it I'm lost in the idea of it what was my point? The big deal is that I had ten things on a list I wanted to accomplish and I gave it a lot more meaning than it needed to have. Because uh because I've got this other stuff that's going on under the surface that uh, the ten things I picked those ten things to represent the stuff that was under the surface and then I allowed the the, the ten things to rule me. To 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 be my uh, my uh my enemy, right? It was an antagonistic relationship I set up with myself for no reason whatsoever. Uh, removing one thing from a list can make all the difference. As it turns out, I got eight of those things finished. But the two things that were left over were, were hanging over my head like a cloud. And I... Uh, eventually, I just took those two things off that list. And it, was, it lightened my load. Now... Is there a a connection between that and the compound emotional interest? I was thinking about that. If the compound emotional feelings are uh, like tangled wires in in a drawer, is there a way to be able to start picking them off one by one and putting them on a list and seeing whether or not they even matter anymore? And all of this has to do with this idea that I was thinking about Creative minimalism. uh, Because I've been reading a lot of things about people who want to declutter their home. And uh, I had a project at the end of the year to declutter my home, my life. But it was a symbolic decluttering, an emotional decluttering. And I didn't really know it at the time. But that's kind of what I've been getting at. How to emotionally declutter. How to find a way to walk through your mind... And stop pulling stuff off of shelves and out of drawers and off the floor. And putting it into those bins that you do when you do a minimalism project, you know. Keep, donate, throw away. Anyway, uh, I'm coming around to something here. It's, uh, it's just slow going. I am slowly making my way to, to something. It's forming. It's it's uh it's just so big, you know. Feels so big. I don't know how to how to get to it sometimes, but I'm I'm getting there. I think I'm I'm starting to starting to find a way to it. I don't. I'm hoping anyway. That's an optimistic statement and thought that I would like to hold on to for as long as possible. Okay. Uh, this probably made no sense. But uh, that, that's what I'm. That's where I'm at today. Uh, all right. Um, uh, all right. is Leonard Angelo.